Guys, it's the Supernaturalist Podcast Show. Yep, that's what this is. My name is Darren Sott, lead pastor at a crazy, cool, amazing Epcot called Seattle Revival Center, author of a book. Yes, wrote a book. It's called Pattern Interrupt. Check it out on Amazon. Also, check out the audiobook on Audible for Pattern Interrupt because that's a good time. You can read and drive without getting into a car wreck. And founder of Supernaturalist Ministries, this podcast exists to connect, equip, and promote emerging supernaturalists on a global level. And speaking of emerging supernaturalists, today I got a convo with Elizabeth Cooper, and you are going to love this. If you haven't heard of Elizabeth, um, she is a Pacific Northwest-based musician, worship leader, teacher, and writer. Her passion is to delve into the heart of God, creating these crazy, amazing, mystical, passionate worship environments where glory, healing, miracles, and transformation can all begin to occur. She is looking to create a worship scene on the earth that would usher in a new wave of love and justice where these things would manifest within the lives of individuals, but of course, cities and nations as well. You're going to want to connect with her because she's doing lots of cool stuff um, on her website. It's elizabethcooper.com. That's Elizabeth with an S, elizabethcooper.com. And of course, I'm going to put her website in the show notes. But before we dive into this convo, just want to encourage you to take a second or two to rate and review this podcast on iTunes. As you know, reviews are kind of a big deal when it comes to podcasts. There's so much content that's being created and uploaded to iTunes every single day. So many podcasts. Hey, we think it's great. But if you are loving and digging this content, don't keep your thoughts to yourself. Let them manifest. And uh, to do that, I've created a shortcut to get you to our iTunes page. It's thedarrenshow.com. That's thedarrenshow.com. So if you would just, uh, again, take that second or two to rate and review uh, this um podcast on iTunes, that'd be mighty fine of you. Now, without any further ado, let's dive into this amazing, um, just about two-hour conversation with the incredible, the one and the only Elizabeth Cooper, right here, right now, on the Supernaturalist Podcast Show. Let's go. Connecting, equipping, and promoting emerging supernaturalists. Be <laughs> the created such a time as this. All right, and here we go. <laughs> there is more. He said, what? And we are up, Elizabeth yes. Cooper. What is up? <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> this is, this is, this is amazing. This is our first, um, uh, kind of podcast, podcast. uh, yeah. video cast in yes. this particular format. Right. And super exciting. And I appreciate your heart. You are a true pioneer <laughs> in that you've been just sitting in my office for the last hour and a half as I've just been like tweaking and trying to just get everything. It's okay. Everything going. So it's, you know, the price we pay for excellence, right? Yeah. Come, come on, on now. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Let's do it right. Yeah. And, I mean, cause <clears throat> I've been trying to do this for like the last few days, like, yeah. you know, and, and keeping a lot of people waiting. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, uh, th thanks for waiting. Sure. And and now we are we are alive. In, <laughs> in theory, in theory we are alive. In theory we are alive. <laughs> and um, and we're just we're we're gonna go we're gonna go for it. So we've been covering it up. Yes, we have. Yeah, that's yes, a, that's have. a conference that we're hosting um, yes. this so week. Good. And um, uh, let me just ask you like this: it, like like so okay, so we've been like having this conversation about environments and like 
creating the right kind of right, the right, right. kind of, the right kind of environment. And you've done that with your studio, with your space, sure. Um, uh, back home, just speak to us just about environment and how in, how environment and um, that place of creating the right kind of place where people can easily begin to engage with not just song singing, right, but that place where people are are free to engage with their creativity mm-hmm. and right. so how important is environment to um, to the, like pro, the prophetic worship scene and how do you even think that um, churches might even be changing the way that they yeah. do lay out and you know oh that's a big question oh that's a big question um, you know I, I mean environment is is everything atmosphere is everything but having saying having said that like I think that um, it's very important and it even goes along with the theme of Kava you know as we we are um, bound to him you know we are it's that oneness it's that union um, and so as we actually um, live in the reality of that we actually carry carry a powerful atmosphere with us um and so you know i've i I find that we briefly you know talked about this a few minutes ago i find that when i go into places that aren't aren't exactly maybe on the same page in terms of um maybe their acceptance of prophetic worship or even, you know, and we, we are prophetic worship, but we are also, we do, we do ascension worship. We're not just into ascension worship. Yeah. So we're just, we're, we're let's wanting go there. to let's go, go there. Let's, let's go there. Um, we're wanting to go into heavenly realms. We're wanting to, um, and, and, and of course there's this thing of we, we are in, we, mm. you know, we are, that is the reality, but it's, it's awakening our perception, awakening our hearts to the reality of where we are actually seated um, and, and the access that we have and apprehending um, our full inheritance really. And so, you know, when we, when, when I go into places um, and, and people have asked me this before, do you find a lot of warfare in certain places and places that don't necessarily agree with everything that, you know, that we do and, and we, we do modify for certain places that aren't used to um, the full meal deal of kind of what we do, you know, and, and that's okay. You know, we can do a, a hybrid type of, um, type of scenario to, um, to, to shepherd people really, you know? Um, but yeah, do you, know, do you, do you face a lot of warfare and, um, and, my my thing on that is kind of like I endeavor to walk in an atmosphere that, you know, I carry an atmosphere with me. And I'm in I, I picture this, you know, I'm in a bubble. I'm in an atmosphere where I that stuff is not allowed. Cool. You know, cool, cool. and so um No so. demons allowed. No right? demons cool. allowed. This not is a bubble. no trespassing <laughs> zone. Yeah. Proud to say no demons in this bubble. <laughs> right. That's not to say there aren't challenges and, and whatnot, sure, sure. but I don't like to be focused on that. And I think that there are there's a higher truth. Um, there are higher dimensions that we need to be walking in and apprehending in terms of that and in terms of our thoughts about warfare. So Yeah, awesome, awesome. Um, so are, are, I know that we're all seers, <laughs> we're all sons, right? Right, right? But there's different probably levels of, of engagement and probably perhaps different layers of sure. seeing. So would you say that you're, you're, that 
when you look at your own, I'm just gonna ask you, are, are you a seer? Yeah, yeah, I do see. Like, yeah. Are you watching stuff all the time? You know, I'm always wondering like, like what are you actually, like what are you like? Like when I'm leading? Yeah, to what yeah. degree are you like seeing and actively or, is, or, or yeah. to what degree are you just basically kind of more sensing and engaging by faith, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's, it's a mix, it's a mix. Um, and of course, you know, I'm always endeavoring to apprehend more and to walk into more and to perceive more um, and, you know, walk in that reality. Um, but some of it is by faith and some of it is by I'm, I'm sensing I'm, you know, and, and I, I like to employ every, every, every sense, you know, <laughs> with on. the Lord. It's like, I don't want to just see, I don't want to just rely on that. Um, I, I can't, you know, there are other ways to perceive. And so I'm like, I want, I want the whole thing and I want to be all in with that. And so, um, yeah, there's a, there's a large percentage where I am actually seeing things, um, or I will hear things. Um, I, I, and, and there's kind of a fine line. I mean, this is, and this is a big subject about, you know, the kind of worship that we do, you know, how do, how do we, um, help the people engage, but also be in that realm and usher them in, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I, I, I need to, I need to be connected to that, you know? Um, and, but there have been times when, and I was just talking with a worship leader recently. It's like, you know, there's times when I go way, way out, way out far. And I know that the people aren't there, you know, they're, but they'll come a little bit further because I went out wow, there. Wow, they'll just wow. come a little, they won't be where I am um, necessarily in that meeting at that time. But, but because I go out further, they will just take that tiny little baby step further than they have gone before. And awesome. that's progress. Yeah. Awesome. You know, that's progress. And so, um, you know, and then there are other times where, you know, I've, I've gone out way out far and my heart has not been right in it. You know, um, I'm frustrated with the people or I'm frustrated that we, you know, the church, you know, you know, we just get frustrated. And so, um, I, I will go out and the Lord will tell me, Hey, like you just left them in the dust. Like you need to go right. back and get them, yeah, you yeah. know, because there is, there is value to Jesus was a shepherd. Right. And so I feel like a lot of forerunners, um, can get caught in this thing of I'm a forerunner. I can't pay attention to where the people are. Um, and I think that there is a balance there. And I think that there are truths and principles in within that, that we need to grab hold of as forerunners to go, no, we actually care where the people are, but we don't care that we're out further than them. And they're a little uncomfortable. Right. Right. We, do, right. we don't care right, about that. Right, we right. love them so much that yeah. we actually want them to be a little bit uncomfortable so they'll come a little further so that they will they will come into more of their inheritance yeah, right yeah and you you care but you don't fear them exactly it's not the fear of the people there's no pressure that's motivating right where yeah. you're going it's the fear of the lord the wonderful fear of the lord that exactly that, that's yeah yeah question for you like do you like i know you refer to yourself as a worship leader but like do you really like, have you invented kind of a new title, <laughs> a new title for yourself? Uh, I mean, no, I haven't, but maybe I should. That's a well, good idea, Some worship leaders do that, right? Like, I've heard, like, Paul Balash, you know him? Like, oh, really? What did he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. It's my okay. Paul Balash impression. Right. No, he's a cool guy, but I, like, I know he's like, I'm not, I'm not a worship leader. I'm a lead worshiper. Oh. Um, Jesus is the worship. Like, 
Oh, I gotcha. You yeah. Know? Like you can't just have a title. You gotta have to have like a cool speech that goes with it, right? Like, okay, well, but I'm I can see you calling that. yourself like, like, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it just what can you see me calling myself? Just, I, you know, I just seems like <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like uh, you're, you're not just leading worship. I mean, it doesn't right. feel like it doesn't feel like your primary objective is to lead people into worship. Right. You know, it my seems primary like, objective is to lead people into an encounter with God. That includes worship. That is your primary objective. To lead them into an I mean, encounter it seems with like the Lord. You're more of like at this, and I'm not arguing with you or anything. You know, sure. It seems like you're like a like you're on this like endeavor. You're like on this like worship adventure yeah. to accomplish things in the spirit, like corporately. Yeah with yeah. a room full of people and they can yeah. either go with you or they don't have to. But it, yes. You seem like, yes. it, like you just seem like, but if they can encounter the Lord, then they can go, they can, cool, they can cool. see, they can go. And I'm we not can trying to tell you who you are. No, <laughs> this is really like, good yeah. because that, that is actually, that that's, that's an amazing, you know, encapsulation of, because yes, that's what, that's what we're doing. And I am on a mission to do that. But part of that mission of getting business done in a corporate setting is I've got to lead them into an encounter where they can connect so that they can get their, their mandate, their mission so that they can connect with what are we actually doing in the spirit, wow, right? Wow, wow, And so there's been this myth of um, uh, around unity and worship in the church, I feel like. And, um, you know, growing up, I would always hear, you know, when we're singing the same songs, and I would even hear the pastors like, true, you true. know, this is a great service. We were all in unity. Well, you know, unity is not sameness. And nowhere in the Bible do I... Unity is when everybody is quiet at the same time right. so the pastor can be heard. <laughs> oh, is that, is that it? Okay. I'll remember that definition. Uh, no, don't, don't, yeah. repeat, don't repeat that. Don't, <laughs> hopefully nobody now, heard it. Darren says... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like nowhere in the Bible do I see that they were in unity. They were doing the same thing. No, they were oneness of heart. There was a union of the heart. And so, um, you know, my goal is that, you know, we come into a place of such power and unity in a corporate setting in worship where we're not necessarily doing the same thing. We're not necessarily um, singing the same song, but we are all in one place in the spirit. We are learning how to actually engage with God and not with the song. We're looking for, um, we're looking for vertical engagement, not lateral engagement. And the church has been very focused on lateral engagement and making people comfortable feeling it with those feelings, the kumbaya thing. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, you know, I'm I'm after something bigger. I'm after something greater. I'm after something that gets business done in the spirit, you know, and, and that can look a lot of ways, you know, that can look like, you know, um, prophetic intercession and, and legislating and, you know, legislating with sound and, and our words and all of that stuff. But, you know, they're, they're, it's it's a it's a mission, you know. It's a it's an it is an endeavor, and and the church isn't there yet, you know. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's a question for you: when you're when you're worshiping at home and no one's there, and you don't, and there is no responsibility to lead people anywhere. It's just you and the Lord. Yeah. Is is there? Do you have like like? Uh, is it different? Because when you're leading pe- when you're leading us, right. That's already different for most for most people. Yes. But is 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 there are you going to different places and is it a completely different expression than what you're doing publicly? 
Um, it is not a completely different expression, but um, but I go further. Cool. And I go I go deeper. I I linger in realms, and I I linger and I learn and and um, because I in in order to bring the church further, I have to keep going further. I don't want to stagnate into just because what I'm doing isn't necessarily like the church hasn't as a whole hasn't caught up with it. I can't stay here. Yeah. You know, and of course that's another challenge of the forerunner. And that's what a lot of forerunners get so frustrated because they're already now, you know, when they see the church is kind of, there's glimmers of hope. They're trying to catch <laughs> up, which is, which is where I'm at right now. I'm seeing hunger. I'm seeing People like, oh, we've been waiting for this. Oh, and even some people come up to you. I don't know what to do with this, but I know I need this. Wow. Like, I don't wow. know what, I don't know how to engage this, but gauge this, but I want to learn, you know? And so there is hunger. There is an awakening. And that is very encouraging to me, you know, having contended for this, you know, for, I mean, I've been leading worship for 17 years, wow. you know, doing, doing this kind of worship, you know, and of course I've grown in it, but, but again, that is a, that's a frustration for forerunners you know because now i'm like okay they're starting to catch up but now i'm like i'm all the way over here now but i well, can't go there yet i think you know? for a forerunner there's this uh there's uh <clears throat> forerunners get radically uncomfortable in the comfortable yes right and they always feel the like the invitation into the tension oh yeah but um but uh, typically within the church, we want to be comfortable. Yes. And when we find a place that we're comfortable, that's where we build a ghetto. That's where we build yeah, a, little, yeah, exactly. a little tent town. <laughs> exactly. You know, and forerunners right, are like, no, right. no, no, we can't camp out here just yeah. because there's a river here and, and some nice scenery. It's like right. forerunners are always like, yeah. there's more, this more, you know, Right. Going back to the the linger, and mm -hmm. I I've, I found that ver that word choice really interesting. Yeah, um, is the linger that 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 moment of of kind of the kavah, like like mm -hmm. the the act of waiting in 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 the yeah. presence? Right. Is that or how, how would you define yeah. the linger? So, um, and you will see me do this a lot in worship, and it makes people very uncomfortable, and I'm aware of that. Um, I do wait a lot in worship. Awesome. Um, and and there are reasons. For that you can be like I'm cavoying, you know, I'm cavoying. Okay, come, come on, guys, just lay off. But it is, it is partially to teach the church. Look, this isn't dead space. Yeah, that's right. You know, just because you don't have something to do doesn't mean it's dead space. Just because you don't have somebody telling you what to do doesn't mean it's dead space. Wow, wow, you have wow. nobody entertaining you. You have nobody wow. providing anything that you can hold on to. Well, guess what? In this space, it's you and God. Wow. And so I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with even feeling that people are very uncomfortable with that. And I will do it on purpose. Wow. Um, now, I linger more on my own, you know, to go back to your question, um, I do, I, and I train myself in that, in like, even if there isn't anything actively going on and I'm not seeing some huge vision, I'm not having some big encounter or whatever, but I will, I will linger in just with him. And, um, because there's always benefits to that. Even if I don't hear him speaking, yeah. even if I don't, there's nothing actively happening. I am 
that is that kavah thing. It's I'm inside of his heart, even if I'm just feeling the rhythm. And sometimes, I mean, and not to get like too weird here, but like I will just, okay. (laughs) It's a supernaturalist podcast. Come on, let's get weird. Um, But yeah, oftentimes I will find myself actually in his heart and I will feel myself almost sloshing just back and forth with the rhythm. And I will just linger there. I'll just stay there. And, you know, you you can never go wrong lingering with the Lord. You can never go wrong, um, yeah, with that union, with that oneness, with coming into um, just, you know, the, yeah, the kavah. Like, and, and I love that word, and I, I have taught on that word for actually a long time, and I, wow. I've just loved it for years and years. And, um, you know, when I, because that scripture has been just a really key scripture for me and when i discovered that word because i always go back to the hebrew right when i discovered that i was like oh my goodness this changes everything this changes this is not passive yeah nothing with the lord is passive this is not passive waiting and so what does this look like this is about abiding this is about union this is about coming into the fullness of just like uniting with his heart and living there you know, and living out of that place, living out of the realm of, of who he is and his name, you know? Awesome. 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 Yeah. What are you like, what are you hearing? Um, like what, like I'm, I'm just, I know that you're hearing stuff in your spirit and it's like an invitation to, to recreate it and to release it onto the earth. And, and I, and I know that there's gotta be some realms and some places where you're being invited and you're mm-hmm. trying to navigate like kind of wh- how to get there. And right, what, right. so what, what kinds of places uh, like are really like stirring up excitement within your own spirit as far as like, um, uh, you know, where do you feel like some of these next, um, like these spiritual cities where you're going to be exploring, whether it's a theme or it's a sound, you know, right. what do you feel like is next for, for Elizabeth in this journey that you're on in worship? Oh, interesting. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, that's actually something that I've been contemplating a lot and, and looking at, you know, where I'm at and, and what I'm doing in ministry, but, um, but mostly just really seeking the Lord and like, what, yeah, what's, what's next, what's happening. And, um, I'm in a place of, um, I am seeing people, uh, for lack of a better word, I'm going to say catch up. I don't want that to sound condescending, Um, but, but for lack of a better word in my brain right now, I'm going to say catch up. I am seeing, um, you know, I am seeing that hunger. And so right now I'm, I'm actually really focused on, um, sowing into that sowing into their hunger sowing into um these places where i feel like personally um you know i've got that we i've grasped that i'm not that i'm moving on but um but i want to meet these people at their hunger you know um and then there are places of of greater depth and and greater hunger um that people are willing to go to and i i really see um people participating in 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 a sound in in expression in the expression of who they are with god in a corporate setting and actually seeing sound shifts everything wow you know and so to actually see sound employed in its power is what i believe that we are coming into we're coming into a place of 
of true unity in in the church and unity with the sound of him it's that resonant frequency you know and um and i say this a lot you know you have two tuning forks mm. you strike one the other one has similar characteristics wow. you know whose image are we created in right wow. Wow. so you strike the first tuning fork and you the other one you don't strike but you bring it into proximity with the one that is vibrating and what happens it starts to vibrate it starts to just like and it's they sound the same and so that is what I see happening with the church. That is what I see. Um, that's the direction I'm going. Let's get let's get that proximity. Let's get that kava. Let's let's entangle into life, into him. And then we, as he is, so are we on this earth. We sound like him. We look like him. We radiate like him. We are the frequency of God in the earth. And so what we release actually shifts and creates everything. Our words create worlds. We actually frame up the reality of who we are and and everything around us so it's a it's a government thing it's a governmental thing um, worship should be governmental that's right it's good we should govern with our speech we should govern with our song we should govern with the sounds and so there are things that I do that don't make sense to people within the context of their normal understanding of worship you know why are you making that sound and we're not doing anything else why are you doing that there are reasons for that because we're we are as prophetic worshipers we should be engineers of the sound of heaven that then that sound is taken and it is it is it governs that's awesome yeah that's awesome you know one of the things i was thinking about when you were talking about is um and in and, and, and i do realize that with titles it's easy to box things in and to overly simplify and i know that you know sure. but if, but if i were to go there just for for the sake of actually opening up possibilities not sure. locking worship leaders down yeah and under a title it is kind of interesting how like the 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 role of the fivefold what yeah. Um, could be applied to the diversity of leaders um, within the worship scene. Yeah. And I was just thinking of that whole thing between like, the, like prophets and like, yeah. the, there's like this place of like um, prophetic worship that's radically different than, um, than perhaps pastoral worship. Right. Um, right. Or even teacher worship if there's, if there's sure. such a thing. But I'll, I'll also just think yeah. of this place of the apostolic and the prophetic working together to build a foundation where where something new can be established on that. Right. And that's one of the things that, that you were chatting about is is this place of actually building something, really like, right, like right. building something with the worship yeah. um, as well as really prophetically establishing it, looking into the future and pulling those future sounds and those right. those melodies and those and those phrases that I, I, I think of the the word pictures that you create with your lyrics mm. that where you sing it, it immediately paints a picture in front of you. Right. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, I just think of like, you know, living inside the thunder right, right. yeah, and then, yeah. Like, you do things with 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 your words and with your lyrics where it puts us in places we wouldn't normally be right you, you do things with some of the lyrics regarding the wine right um and i'm trying to think of some of the, some of the examples but you do sure. things with wine that yeah. you typically wouldn't yeah. do things with wine you know yeah, and, yeah. And, and it puts you in these environments where you're right. now worshiping from a realm that you wouldn't typically worship from exactly and um and and, and i was just thinking about that whole thing of like um, th that there is like, there's obviously a larger function than just getting everybody to sing the same song at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Know, and hope that God's glorified right. in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
But yeah, so that's not really a question. It was just kind yeah. of a thought. Well, it's a good thought. And, and you know, a couple things like, so, and I do see that there are, there are functions, you know, there are, I mean, there's different styles of worship. There's different, there's different functions. They are used for different things. I do believe that um, every expression of worship needs to come higher. Wow. Um, no matter what its function, mm. um, there's power in, in singing, in singing pre-written songs. I'm a songwriter. Like I, I love it. Right. But that's primarily right now. And my primary mandate, um, corporately, especially right now is not, is not that right. You know? And so, but there should be, um, and I have said this for years, you know, there, there does with this kind of worship, there has to be a teaching element. We have to be singing theologians. Wow. We have wow. to actually, um, bring something deeper than surface surface principles and understanding well, because, because you are anyway. And that's what I was going to say that right. all that all singers period, any songwriter, whether yeah. secular that you are singing your theology, yes. but it's, it could be radically dangerous in the sense right. that um, you right. get people singing this and they're adopting theology. Um, exactly. You, even the understanding of, of dynamics outside of, Right. the kingdom yeah you can get people singing something and they're yeah. like they're like well i don't believe that or i don't even like this artist i just like the song i like the melody yet they're, they're right. declaring the words over exactly. themselves yeah. and so yeah I, I, and i think that that's where like there needs to be greater account like i'm all about artistic expression right sure but sure. there also needs to be a, a greater accountability yes for the things that we're releasing from stages when it comes to right. worship because right. of especially that as artists, we feel so much and, and that <laughs> yeah. place of feeling creates this yeah. place of vulnerability and art that people can connect with. Right. But in that place of isolation, if we're declaring right. this realm of separation as the reality, I mean, it's just what Justin's been talking about, what yeah, you're singing totally. about all the yeah. time. But I was just thinking about that. Like, no, like, no, like, yeah, I agree. Like as worship leaders, um, uh, you are a theologian and you're either a good theologian or a bad right. theologian. And exactly. there's got to be a greater level of accountability in worship because yeah. there's a lot for preachers, I think. Yeah. And I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there's not necessarily a lot of no, accountability for songwriters. You can kind of go anywhere no, you there want because it's art, you yeah. know? <laughs> exactly. And, and people dismiss it because, well, for, for the most part, people are mostly disengaged during a normal worship set. <laughs> They probably don't even realize what they're, you know what I'm saying? Like right. most churches that I go into that are having like a normal worship, people are mostly checked out. Right. They might be singing, but they're checked out. They're not checked into any sort of like spirit of truth. Right. right so right. it's like what there is no check. We're just all like, we're just all in here like zombies doing our songs, you know, but you know, I aerobics class. You know, like, yeah, yeah like, maybe. yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. If it's a good service. Yeah. yeah. Right. 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 But, um, but yeah. And it's like, you know, and I, I love songs. I, I love, and I believe that prophetic worshipers need to need to write songs, you know, who, and, and we need to be studying and we need to be, we need to be learning. We need to be growing. We need to be so that we do bring that element of depth. And, you know, you know, you're talking about, you know, the, the lyrics and the, and the way that, that sort of, I put things together and, um, and the Lord's really been speaking to me about, and there's, there's some, there's a couple things that I, that are like themes for me and there'll be themes for me for however long. Um, thunder is a, is kind of like a lifelong theme for me. So I've been singing about that since the very, very beginning, you know, but, but the frequency of it now 
is actually it's just it's more and more frequent and i know that and you know that in the prophetic when you see that happening we're coming into a culmination of something um but he's also been you know and and i've sang it a lot of times here it's the fire and the wine and the oil all together right right, right? right, what is that you know what does that even mean and the lord's been telling me look i'm bringing elements together that you you in, in your human minds in the church and in revival culture, you have separated them. That's right. But that's I'm right. actually bringing them together so that you can understand the relationship between them and how they need one another. Awesome. And what are they? What is the life of the elements of God? What is the life in the elements of the oil and the wine and the fire? And they are intrinsic to one another. They work together you know and and so and we need them we need them all mixed and we've got to get out of our linear thinking and start understanding that everything isn't separate in little boxes to god it's all it's very quantum it's very like you know and so um yeah and and i'll you know i'll go up into these realms while i'm leading worship and 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 some of the stuff that i sing you know it comes out in my I process these things in my personal life, you know, I mean, I, I write in my personal life. And so it comes out in the spontaneous worship, but there's been times where in the middle it, something will, will come out and it's like, whoa, you know, I'll see something and it's like, oh my goodness, you know, and then I'll, I'll just, I'll sing it out. I was going to ask you, um, in regards to your preparation, like when you go into a service, do you, um, do you have like a map for where you're going to go or, or I used to, <laughs> or are, are you like, yeah. like I'm just, I'm just going to start and we'll just see where, where it goes. Yeah. Cause that's how I do my podcast. Yeah. There's no, no road. Map. Really? I would have never guessed that Darren. <laughs> <Really>? I, <would've... laughs> I mean, <laughs> give you an agenda. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, poor Justin. He was like, uh, so what are we going to talk about? You know, he's yeah. asked me that, you know, twice, that's you know, so for different things. And I'm like, dude, I, I have no idea. We'll just, we'll just hit record. We'll just go live and see what it's happens. It's the realm of the spontaneous, right? Michael Danforth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, that's right. Let's that's go. Right. Don't you just love um, Danforth is amazing. Isn't oh he? my gosh. I just, yeah, he's just, <laughs> I love him. Yeah. So, um, wait, what was the question? Okay. So <laughs> yeah. Do you plan a route or you oh, just, yeah. or do you just fly? Um, now I, I just fly. Um, unless, um, because I'm always, um, I'm, I'm always endeavoring to be in that place of union, um, in my life in general. Um, and of course, you know, I've not arrived any, any place, but I'm further than I was, you know, a year ago, two years ago, you know what I mean? So that, that is my, that is my endeavor. And so, um, my, my worship comes out of that place. I, I've gone through at the very beginning, um, I would do like a hybrid. And so I would really like the Lord would give me the songs, the jumping off points because songs are springboards. That's how I see them. Um, a song is a springboard, um, unless it's a song that's like in the moment, this is the song that, I mean, it can be the oldest hymn in the, you know, and it could be the prophetic song for that moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, for me, songs are mostly springboards. And so he would show me, you know, and this is all, and I would have it all mapped out. And then it started like that started fading and I didn't have that. And I was upset and I was like, so I've gone through these things of, and then he would give me chord progression. Okay. This is what you start out with. This is the, and then he would just give me a key 
And now sometimes I don't even know the key that I'm going to, I've got a bunch of loops that I have built or whatever. And I'll just be like, okay, what are we, you know what? Until the moment, sometimes I don't know yeah. until I push play, Yeah, you know? And so um, and on one hand, it might make it um, easier. On the other hand, also require more courage. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it really has required me to, to walk in a place of the fear of the Lord because the pressure of, of man and the pressure of the people will, it will kill you. It will just smash you to bits up. Your heart will just, you know, and I've been there. It's like, I'm sitting up here. Everybody's looking at me. This is horrible. I don't know where I'm going. I'm trying to wait on the Lord, but this is not, this is not working. And so it has crippled me in the past, but it's, it, that this kind of thing will serve to you'll either move into the fear of the Lord or you, you know, you'll bow to that and be a mess. <laughs> I love these kinds of question, questions. I hope we can go here. Um, oh no. Oh no. What are you going to do to me, Darren? <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, uh, oftentimes like the most uncomfortable pressure is like, is like when, when there aren't like clearly communicated expectations. Right. And what you're doing oh, is, yeah. is you're creating, yeah. you're, and I do want to talk about the, the, the community that you're creating, like you're intentionally creating you and Daniel are intentionally creating this with this worship community, both on the line and in an actual location where you can gather and do really cool stuff. Sure. So I want to talk about that. But, okay. But first, but first, because what you do is you're, you're, you're kind of an itinerant worship leader. Right. Right. An, an itinerant pioneer, you know? Right. And uh, so like, what are the, what are the, some, some of those times where like the pressure wasn't like not communicated, but there were like clearly um, there was like an expectation to like pop it or an expectation to like, 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 can you think, can you share any stories where there was like, kind of like um, an unfair expectation to do something that only got like, you that's know, a very specific question. That's a very specific <laughs> question. And you know what? I don't, I don't actually think that I can think of because Sweet, most, I'm going to do that tonight. I'm going to be like, you're going to put that pressure yeah, on me tonight. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, here's Darren. the realm where I want you to take Oh us. my goodness. All right. Well, it's above yeah. the throne room. <laughs> it goes all but the not, way up. Not, direct, not directly above it. It's, <laughs> Like one o'clock, between one o'clock and two o'clock in the heavens. <laughs> now take us there. <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think that what, what we do is um, so kind of far out of people's like. Wow. Sure. Grid box that they, they, they don't know most of the time, even when people have us come in, they've seen, they've seen a certain set that we've done. So there's an expectation on maybe to go there, but we're kind of very diverse in what we do. I mean, um, and, and there are seasons, you know, I mean, we, we will sound a certain way maybe for a certain season to accomplish a certain thing, but we'll switch, you know? And, and so there's, there's different, there's different things and there's different aspects and there's different, um, really facets of what we do. And so I think that people see a certain facet and they go, oh, that's anointed. We want that. Yeah. And so I think that's the most common thing is they've seen a certain set. Bring the thunder, but keep the wine. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we don't want to do like a calm, intimate thing. We call what it juice. Is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Let's, we call it grape juice. let's just water down that wine. Yeah. yeah, yeah just go grape now, juice. Now the wine right. that Jesus created right. wasn't it's, real. It wasn't you know. really alcoholic. Yeah. That's right. It's juice. Um, yeah. Great drink. Great <laughs> fire in the grape dream. <laughs> <No. laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think that's the most common thing. Um, they want to, they want a certain facet of what we do. Um, and so, um, 
honestly, Darren, I've just gotten to the place where I just don't care. Sure. I have to do, I have to do, I have to bring And if they don't like it, they don't like it. Right. You right, know, right. and then maybe not have me back, you right. know? I mean, I respect, I want to honor the house and that's very important to me. Honor is very important to me. I want to work with the places that I go to, but cool. I can't bow to um, an expectation that is, you know, outside of my, you know, absolutely realm of, yeah. Well, let's talk about community. Sure. Like, because it, you're, you're, that's a huge value for you and Daniel. You, and, right. um, and you guys really do have a heart. And, and I'll just say this in my own words, but then you actually, you frame it out because I know there's sure. something specific sure. that you're going after. Um, uh, in the area of community, what, do you, what, what, what would you like to build? And what, where, do you, where do you feel like the potential is mm. in developing like a true worship community, not just a community that worships? Yeah. Um, you know, my heart, you know, when I started the journey, um, my heart was to um, provide spontaneous prophetic worship for people who can't get to where I'm going and, and really just to get it out because I I really want um, and I feel a mandate to, you know, get get this all over the world so that people can connect with God in a new, fresh way. Um, and, and maybe a deeper way than they have before and maybe, maybe learn different aspects of, of worship. And so there is that part. And most of my subscriber base are, they're not worship leaders. Mm. They're just people who are hungry for prophetic worship. Awesome. And so, um, so there is that aspect, but I, I added another aspect, which is, you know, and I started this just, a. uh, you know, a little over a year ago. So it's morphing into, you know, it's still, it's forever changing, uh, you know, and growing. And so at first I started, um, I was doing uh, a specific subscription for worship leaders. So for, for the purpose of mentoring, because there, there are, I've noticed more and more worship leaders coming up to me and going, how do you do what you do? And some of these worship leaders are worship leaders that in the past have been like, we don't really know what you're doing, so you can stay over there and not, right. you know, like right. we don't get it and right. we're doing our thing and you can do your thing, right. you know? And so, um, and for me, that's such a great encouragement because Absolutely. it's like, I have seen this movement in the spirit. I've seen this movement of prophetic worship. I've seen the, I've seen this movement of sound that shifts the church into a new era. Right. And, and so, um, so yeah, my my point was engage with these worship leaders and help them however I can. I am by no means the expert, but I can help in providing um some some feedback, some with experience that I've had. I have been doing this for a long time. I have had a lot of experiences, um, glorious experiences and very heartbreaking experiences, you know? And so, um, and I did not have community because nobody really connected with what we were doing. Nobody understood it. And, and it was very much, we were the black sheep of the worship community. And so, um, because of that, I'm like, look, I want to help because we need to mobilize. Like it's time to mobilize now. So if I have, if I'm seeing hungry worship leaders, I want to help them. I don't want them to go through everything I went through, you know, alone. I, they're going to have to go through their own process. Everybody has a process they have to go through. I'm not going to, they're not going to avoid that, their process, but I can help them in ways that I was not helped to accelerate their growth and to set them up for success. 
So that's kind of, um, and, and as far as, you know, we just started doing like some gatherings in the studio and it's small, but, it, but it's just like, you know, just come and, and just, let's just worship, you know, and some of my, um, you know, different, and we've only done it a couple times, you know, so it'll continue to grow. But, um, but how, some how of long, the, how long do you go? How long do you go for when you do those? You know, um, we, the first time I think we went for about two hours. Um, and I didn't say beforehand. Two hours? Yeah. I would have got my money back. I would have been like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I came here for an all nighter. What's yeah, happening? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, two hours no. is awesome. That's epic. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, the thing is, we could have, we could have kept going. Yeah. And then I actually, we got started late um, on the last one. And I hadn't said, like, hey, if you need to leave, go. But I'm going to do that from now on because we could have just kept going. And you know, I, you know what's funny about that? The release. There's something about release, like how people really. Really want you know I don't know if it's if it's yeah. a desire for honor or what it is but I've noticed like we've had meetings before where we never officially close them but they, they were, like never leave yeah yeah no, no absolutely <laughs> and the meeting was like yeah. obviously over yeah right like we left the room at right. like the leadership you know um and but people still stayed in seats and so a lot of times the yeah. leaders are like um oh the presence of the Lord was so strong people didn't leave no people didn't leave because there wasn't a formal a formal dismissal yeah that's so interesting. Yeah, so I'm gonna like I'm gonna like say that in like the in a random observation. Like, like <laughs> you, if you want to you leave, you need to go. Just yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, I mean, I and you know I, to go back to another another question that you had asked that I didn't address, you know about about how maybe I see the format changing yeah, in the in yeah, the church, and yeah. I I really do feel like there needs to um, for churches who are seeking really to really the power of worship and the power of of releasing a new sound um they do have to be okay with people being uncomfortable that the format changes yeah you know and there has to be an honor that you know life flows from honor yeah and worship has typically been the warm-up you know um for the main thing and we and we have been and i just wrote a blog about this we have been very speaker centric and so all the expectation has centered around the speaker when really um, there needs to be an expectation set for the worship because the worship is 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 the thing where the the person can connect with God without without a, a you know what I mean like I don't I don't want to be the conduit that you I want you I want to set up a, a place where you can actually meet with God yeah. You know, and so um, and and so where we can actually go someplace and and like you said, accomplish something. But I think that, you know, we're going to begin to see extended worship times. Um, there needs to there needs to be the word. Absolutely. But again, singing theologians. Yeah, there are things released in worship that people never pay attention to because they're not expecting it. Yeah. You know, actually, just going going back real quick to. um this the, even the separation between worship and the word, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so when Bonnie Shavda was here, I asked her for uh, Bonnie's uh, so amazing. Oh, she's I so love honoring. Bonnie. She's, yes. She's like, oh, yeah. and she, she's so brilliant with her words, like yeah. the way she puts words together. She I loved being. I love not loved. I I love being praised by Bonnie. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> the, the way that she puts things together, you're like, I, I wish I could record this because I'm not capturing right what you're saying right now because yeah. it's 
because I don't know what word that is because yeah. I have a very limited vocabulary. But like, <laughs> you know, she. <laughs> I think you have a great but, vocabulary. Oh, yeah. It's been a lot of work. Yeah. But she, um, like, she puts these. So I finally sat down with her. I said, all right, in yeah. private, I said, Bonnie, I love, I love just how honoring you are. But each time Bonnie's come, I've always sought her for uncensored honesty like her, right. her uncensored feedback. she's good at that i yeah. love it and yeah. honestly like that's what i remember because yeah. every time she's come here she's always had so much praise and words mm. of affection but i i don't really i don't i appreciate that i don't remember that i remember kind of the wounds that come from a friend you know sure um, yeah, and yeah. uh and and it's been so helpful and right. um not just affirming but confirming when opportunity comes to actually really do something because grace always offers offers an opportunity to actually change something to confront right. something it's right an empowering thing yeah. yeah yeah and so um when she was here she said um one of the things that really confuses me is that your house honors the sound and the new sound there's such a freedom mm. to explore that space that's very right. very rare yeah and yet um the the minstrels leave the stage yeah yeah. She goes, they leave the stage. And I don't understand like why if you value the sound and you realize right. the the power that that comes, she's like, there's a glory sound. Yeah. And the power flows from the glory sound. Right. And so she's like, when yeah. you understand that, you would never want to ever remove that sound. Right. Or even if or 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 even if they'd stop playing, that they have the discernment of knowing when to assist. Yeah. Because like the word needs to come from the word needs to come from the sound. Exactly. And um, exactly. And, and yeah, that's and, so like, good. It's something I, I never actually I never Whenever thought about Whenever I speak, I have somebody playing behind me. Wow. I won't wow. either that or I'll have I will have music playing. Wow. But I always I prefer to have somebody playing live behind me uh, always um, because and and when I speak, I will go in and out of you know of singing and you know whatever and speaking but um but yeah it's it is powerful and there is something about music and and tonal and melody that opens our hearts in a way that um just speaking doesn't and singing is the same you know there's something about that you know those fluctuations of tone and intonation and um yeah it it's it's powerful. Yeah, it certainly is a, a cool conversation to begin to yeah. begin having. I think there's like, uh, like you said, uh, a level of teaching that, that needs to probably come. Like that's not yeah. even for the greater assemblies as much as right. this guy could be revelation first, right? A certain amount of revelation. Yeah. And, but then it's more about the empowerment and then the cooperation and then the ability to um, to be able to just stay in relationally, to be able to stay right. in sync, to see right. where, where there were opportunities. And, um, yeah. and uh, I, I'm really excited about seeing this, that those lines become blurred Me between yeah. this is the worship set and this is the sermon. Right. I do understand that, pro that there is a kind of teaching where there needs to be like kind of a, a deliberate, intense kind of focus. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know, where, where music can be distracting, but for the most part, We've got probably enough teaching, and yeah, <laughs> I, gotta be I gotta be careful <laughs> yeah. because as 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 we start to really begin to engage with right. with the harvest, there's yeah. obviously going to have to be, but we're just going to be really be creative and also really take advantage of when should teaching when should teaching be done, right? And maybe maybe there should be more online teaching so that when we gather, so that like when you're alone, you're getting discipled. Yeah, but when we gather, we're leveraging that unity dynamic and realizing that the, right. you know what I'm saying. So yeah, there absolutely. needs to be some conversation and some thought about really 
these opportunities that are available only in the corporate, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to, I'm going to share something. I'm going to share a word that, that the Lord gave me years ago. And, um, and this word, it seemed like a very hard word, but it, it was, um, it was actually a word of encouragement. It was actually a word to build. And, and this is what the Lord said to me about, about the church and the, the, the Western church and the structure. And he, he basically, this, these were his words, shift or be sifted. And I said to the Lord, what, what does that, what does that mean? Shift or be sifted? He said, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not going, there may be, you know, a sifting in leadership, people who are not going to cooperate. Right. But the structure of the Western church has to shift into a, something that looks like the kingdom or it will be sifted into something that is not viable. Wow. It is, it is wow. not, there's no life and it will, it's, it will die. Wow. You know, it's not going to be something that is going to shift culture. That's not going to be something that is going to um, have any bearing on, you know, social, economic, governmental. It's just or, or, or even people's just normal people's lives, you know. And so if, you know, if we want to come into a place where we are influencers and we are viable and we are um uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Relevant. And I'm not saying that in a pop culture type of right, way, but right. relevant to the kingdom. Heavenly relevant. Hell, yeah. Heavenly. Hell, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> heavenly relevance. Exactly. Like there has to be that. And if we do not shift, the structure is about to be sifted and we are going to see such an such an amazing change of landscape in the church what we are used to seeing it has to change it's not working that's right that's it's right. not working right. and so there has to be creative innovative there has to we have to think outside of what we have previously done and the structures of liturgy that we actually even as charismatics are Absolutely. we do you know and and so um yeah we we there brave pioneers are needed you know creative uh entrepreneurial you know the the thinkers uh, the engineers of the kingdom need to come forward and be like, this has to change. And this, this is, there is vision for the way forward because yeah. there is, there are blueprints. Yeah. You know, I was, I was even thinking about just, just now while you're talking about um, the book of Acts and how yeah. they would go to temple, but the, like the context of their Christianity was actually being played out not at temple, right? Like, yeah. the, like the context of their Christianity right. was being played out throughout the week. Yeah, exactly. and so they'd go to temple, and it was fairly traditional. Yeah, and um, and 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 pretty and very Jewish, and and, and, right. and, and probably if you're a Jew, I, right. I, don't, I don't know what temple yeah. would look like for the Gentile experience. Sure, but it was like the the Christian context for revival wasn't taking place at the temple necessarily. Like the, they weren't right. doing revival meetings, right? Right at the temple the the revival expression if we're using that term sure. like like just to kind of give people a, a framework for yeah, what we're talking about sure the let's go with kingdom expression their kingdom expression was taking place from city to city and yeah. door to door home to home right so they like they were taking communion 
in each other's homes, not exactly. taking, not taking, not celebrating communion right. at the temple. Yeah. And so it wasn't until, right, like the Constantinian mm-hmm. Reformation, if you'd want to call it that. Right. The Constantinian, right. perhaps maybe hijacking. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That all of a sudden you took what normally used to be done yeah. in people's homes, but you would put it on a Sunday and you would try to encapsulate the entire Christian experience right. within, a, within a 90 minute window. Which exactly. isn't which is impossible. So right. when you take leaders within the church and you say, how can you encapsulate the entire kingdom expression, encapsulate in that conveniently right. Right. in a ninety minute window to make Americans happy? Yeah, you know, and, yeah, and really exactly. that's the box. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really all about our own form of Gentile temple expression. Right. Sure. <laughs> like I'm not against that. That. Like we're you know right. That's my that's my job. Right, exactly. <laughs> and yet there's yeah. Yeah. there's the uh, and there's a play and I love and it's a form of community. You know what I'm saying? And like yeah. we can be, but there are the, but we've got to start to have the conversation of what does kingdom life exactly? What's that? What's that going to look like? Right. And then also, how do we model? How how can we since people do honor the establishment of the local church as it's seen and expressed today? What kind of responsibility is on? Yeah. Spirit led. Right. Institutionalized forms of Christianity. What, what kind of responsibility is there to right. rediscover and to and to provide the opportunities? Because oftentimes people people don't feel empowered enough just to begin doing something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so how can we begin to build a framework that empowers people exactly. that they can that they can begin to open up their own. They can begin to live it out. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. I, I was I was just kind of thinking that way. Yeah, it's. S- I mean, some of these things are new thoughts, but yeah, it's a huge question, and it's a huge. I think it's just a huge challenge. Um, I I think that there are a lot of people who are up for the challenge. I think there are a lot of people who want to shift into what does the kingdom actually look like. Wow. You know, and um, and you know, I'm excited. It excites me because you know, as a forerunner, as a pioneer, I'm like, let's let's do this. You know, this is this is going to be awesome. But I think that there's a lot of just like elements that come into play. Um, one in particular is you know we've we're very compartmentalized in in our a lot of times in our Christianity, in our, even as our lives as Americans, totally, totally. you know, and I think that we have, the culture has played into our perception of what church should be. So it's actually sterilized the expression of the kingdom in, in the church, you know, instead of, because we've removed our, we've removed our personal, um, our personal expressions in a way that like we're not in community like we should be mm. there there isn't that base and that form of like yeah we are meeting in homes we are you know we are actually doing life together and then when we come together as a whole there's this rich expression there's this rich union there's this rich you know um communion together and there's an ability to bend and to be flexible because we actually know one another and we we there's a realness. Yeah. But it's so oftentimes where it's go to church on Sunday, you don't see those people, or maybe you talk, you know, yeah. A little bit, but it's it's not it's not the perfect design. Yeah, and we also do or a gr- the intended design. We also do a great disservice when we when we know that it's the longing of some people's heart to be in the kind of community where you are doing life together. Yeah, and, and a lot of people that is not in their heart at all. They yeah. they love their 
they love their privacy. I, I love I my privacy. I actually love my I love, privacy. I, and you know, I, having said that, I'm a total that, like, outgoing introvert, you know? So am I. Yeah. So am I. Like, I can yeah. do this, but, like, in, yeah, in exactly. time span, you know? Right, right. Um, but I think the church does a great disservice when, um, when we say things like, come to, and we don't say this, like, come to SRC where we're going to do life together. Because right. you'll come to our events, and we're not doing life together. Right. And then we'll say, like, come to our, our home groups, come to our connect groups, so you can dive into deep, vibrant, intimate community. Yeah. And then you dive into our home groups and you don't find it. So we don't say that. In right. fact, what we're trying to do is we're trying to be honest, uh, honest with, yeah. um, not that we're trying to be honest. That sounds horrible. We're yeah. trying to be honest, but like we're trying to communicate yeah. that no, you're not going to find deep, vibrant community in our home groups. You're yeah. just going to find an opportunity to get, to get to know some people on a very superficial service right. level. Right. And then one, it, once you've, and, and that's a great, that's like a great first base because that's like yeah. a thousand percent perhaps more right. than anyone's ever done up to that point. Exactly. You know? Right. So like Sunday, like a Sunday service, like even if you're doing that, even that is like a thousand times, you know, more community than what a lot right. of people have in Seattle. Yeah. You know, outside yeah. of like a pub experience, outside of like, right. you know, I think pu- right. like pubs and bars and this kind of thing. I remember back in the day, like <laughs> I had like a community, <laughs> yeah, you know, totally. you walk in and like, and you felt yeah. like pastored by the bar- this bartender, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, uh, but what I think it is, is, is is we have to take responsibility for community individually yeah because absolutely. In, institutions are cannot you know unless they create these like these weird cult-like experiences where like yeah. c- kind of groups exactly. but it has to be our opportunity to see who are we clicking with where, where are their shared That's values it, right there and then yeah. and then yeah. and then and then how do we open up our home not for a group but right. just for like dinner just for friendship yeah without exactly. trying to connect with 12 or 14 like right. no connect exactly. with one or two yeah. three people you know yeah. sorry that we're yeah. It's kind of like soapboxing in it. <laughs> no, I mean, it's good. I, I think, yeah, I just, yeah, I mean, we can't be best friends with everyone. You know what I mean? That's the reality of it. You can't do life with everyone, but you can do life with the people you do life with, you know? And I think that that's, that's such a, I think that that right there is such a valuable point and, and a valuable, I mean, and the church has not, I mean, we've not taught people how to do relationship well, right? you know? And so there are these un, un, like realistic expectations when people are hungry, but then they want it a certain way. And it's like, this is really, this can be really weird and it can get really unhealthy. Totally, totally, you know? totally. But it's like, we've got to begin to, what what does it look like? Just explore the 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 possibilities and and like what does this look like to do healthy relationship to teach people how to live in in community in this day and age and what what in the world does this look like totally you know yeah absolutely yeah oh awesome yeah (laughs) (laughs) we ran the gamut there (laughs) this has been good and um and I'm I'm gonna put like uh, links and stuff to to the cool stuff that you're doing. But what's something that you have coming up that you think would be good for people to kind of stay in sync? Like uh, like are you gonna have something open or you have anything coming up where you or that you'd like to just kind of talk about it? Just kind of get it out there right now so people can kind of keep um, their eyes open or ears open. Or I actually don't. Um, okay. I don't have anything planned for another like just live be, worship just, night. Just but. say this. Like say we have uh, so many amazing things coming. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna have to. <laughs> Actually, we don't. No, Actually, you yeah. do. You totally do. You just don't know what it is yet. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean we're kind of all over the place, so it's like we're we're here and there. Um, but yeah, it's 
as far as like what we're doing at you know at the studio or whatever um it's you know i haven't i haven't planned like sure. a, li- a live night or anything sure so, sure sure yeah well i think it's amazing i think I, I just love what you're doing what you and daniel are going after you know who you yeah. are as people how that's expressed yeah. um in your music you're the real deal um, and it's so much fun to be like partnering with you like i yeah. i feel like we are doing life with you yeah absolutely. you know we and, love um, you guys and yet so we're much, separated yeah. by space and time or whatever else yeah. but we're, we're so connected in yeah and regionally right and um and, yeah. and that's awesome so thanks so yeah. much for like just creating this space Space and this this time to dive into all like all of this there's been absolutely there's actually there's been like so much that we've talked about where there yeah. there are like the portals even in the different conversations where i think that i'm like the holy spirit was even just speaking to me as we were yeah you know and so i, I really awesome. appreciate that yeah awesome well it's it's my pleasure i love being here so all right awesome yeah. well we'll do it again let's do it all right okay <laughs> Podcasts are definitely trending right now. There are so many brand new podcasts that are hitting the market. And I think that iTunes is kind of overwhelmed. And one of the ways that iTunes aggregates what's hip and relevant from the rest of the noise that's hitting the web is through ratings and reviews. A bunch of you have already taken the time to leave a rating and a review of this podcast. And I just wanted to say thanks. You guys are incredible and you're so supportive and I love you. And if you haven't had a chance to take Take that minute or two to leave a review. If you do that, that'd be incredible. And I've created a shortcut to get you there. It's thedarrenshow.com. That's thedarrenshow.com. You can give it one star, and that means that you think it's kind of lame. Or you can give it five stars, and that means that you think this thing be dope, be tight, be off the chain. So if you would take the minute or two to leave a review, that would be mighty fine of you. Again, it's thedarrenshow.com. Thanks, guys.